We haven't been cancelled yet. We are on air for a second week in a row. Isn't this a, isn't this a great platform? You can you can just do it and you don't get cancelled. There's no execs. There's no one coming in saying <laughs> no this innuendo. Is, this is this is garbage. What what you guys put out? You guys had no idea. You were half cut. You forgot a team. No, none of that. I don't know it. No, no, no. We can just keep going. Nothing. No, no ratings. <laughs> no, what, zero no, ratings. ratings. Zip. But uh, we did have fifty listeners. Fifty, not bad, not bad to start. I thought that was good. That was good. That was good, good. Given we're coming from zero, I thought that was I had no expectations. Zero expectations. In fact, um, I think if we had expectations, we'd just be very disappointed. So it's good to come in with zero. I think very good, very good. So uh, if you haven't heard of us, this is AFL Deep Dive. The Deep Dive. I'm Michael and this is Trent. I'm Trent. And we're a little bit different because we're just going to talk about football. The game. The game. The game there, itself. There is some really good podcasts out there that are funny. We are funny, but only because we're bad. I don't it's think we're, 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 not, we're not really comedians. I think we, we really saw a gap there in terms of a, a serious podcast around AFL. You know, we joke around, but you know, we, we want to spend the vast majority of the time going through the game. Um, as Michael was saying, and you know, I think we we really don't want to go into too much of the innuendos and the the herd might coach Frio and stuff, this might happen. The stuff and... that the back pages of the football press tend to dwell on more than anything, and your big TV shows. We're not naming names, but no, that's what footy shows. Ninety percent, yeah. Weird, <laughs> weird cough that I've got. No, <laughs> very weird. About ninety percent of their content these days is around. The drama. There's no coverage of the game. The game. You forget that there's actually a fucking game going on. And what's great, why this is basically a religion in Australia. Mm. So, without further ado, let's uh, get get stuck into into the footy. Um, Just a quick recap, though, before we get into this episode. Uh, We did do a review of each of the first... Eight teams alphabetically. Eight teams, make that That's, eight. We're not good at maths. We never claim to be good at maths or anything no. really. So we've got 10, 10 clubs still to go through, <laughs> starting with the with the Suns very shortly. Yeah, so we... Um, no, we did oh, the sorry, Suns. Suns. Yeah, that that's, might have been where we stuffed up. Because we, 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 you know, as you, as one does, forgets the expansion teams. And I think we got a bit confused. Giants. I, the, we start with the Giants. Let's get that Let's get that out of the gate. So we, we, we're going to do 10 teams. We're going to get through them all. We've got extra alcohol. We're, we're we're covered. We're sorted. We're sorted now. Straight out of the gate, we had a couple of tweets at us about why we didn't cover the Sloan scenario from last week, and I'm going to bundle a couple of things in, into one thing. So, the Sloan reaction, which is the 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 coverage around um, Rory Sloan, who's out of contract this year, he's pretty much the biggest player out of contract. Um, the the whole scenario with him was that. There was a big report that came out through Channel 9 uh, South Australia that he was going to re-sign, and then he went on Triple M. Haven't seen the paperwork. Haven't seen the paperwork. So, well, that's... But this is the thing. (laughs) Today, um, Sam Edmonds from the uh, Herald Sun went with the story yesterday that uh, Mitch McGovern's been offered. I'm sure you guys have heard Mitch McGovern's been offered, and we'll talk about that when we get to West Coast, has been offered this... You know, multi-million dollar deal over long, six, over six hundred thousand years, yeah. and, um, and 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 he refused to name the club that that he's going to. And all the replies, if you look at the Super Footy Twitter um, feed to that tweet, are don't don't come out with this bullshit news 
either name the club or there's no story. Oh, no story. And then, so clearly, Sam Edmonds, the writer, was affected, I think, by the replies because there was like seven or eight replies, you know, effectively trashing him. And then he wrote, he actually started replying to punters and he wrote on there and said, I will name the club when I know. And I quote tweeted it today. I don't know whether you guys saw this, but I quote tweeted it and just wrote, do you remember when a story actually had the main part of the story? Like before something would come out. Just innuendo. Just purely an innuendo article. There was no substance to this whatsoever and there still isn't. Spoiler alert, that club is almost certainly North Melbourne because they have so much money. Why wouldn't you go after after a McGovern? There'd be four or five clubs after a player like that. Or Collingwood. Yeah, Collingwood go after everyone. Exactly. You know that. Or, you know, St Kilda, Hawthorne, Hawthorne they, Richmond, all, could Rich- be anyone. Well, that's the thing. So, to me, like, we're not, so I guess what, what we, we're going to do the absolute reverse of what I think a lot of AFL media has become. So, the Sloan reaction, so that's, that's you know, obviously what happened with Rory Sloan, where, as, as I said before, he was on. What um, do you sign to deal with? Whoever it is, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll go about it, exactly. And that's the thing. And, he, you know, we went on Triple M and said, oh, look, you know, I'm looking at my options, and why wouldn't you? Um, so then the other thing was, uh, we also got a couple of tweets about Robbie Gray. Now, he got a week. Not ideal. But at the same time, you look at that compared to a lot of other instances and look, our game is so hard to umpire. It's a 360 degree game. I think that probably deserved a week. I think the head was pretty close yeah. to the shoulder. And I think... And it was off the ball. If he Com- get... Compared to the Cochin incident yeah, that we exactly. looked at. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's so... the thing. Did the AFL want to have another Cochin incident where Robbie Scenario, Gray gets yeah, yeah. no no time off the ga- out of the game. Yeah. And there's the precedent set for the rest of the year. Yeah. Meaning that players don't have to consider another player's head when they're going for the ball. And I think it was the right call. Yeah. Unfair for Gray? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They're playing free over though, so game, it's not like they're... And it's not no, for uh, four they'll points. They'll be fine. He's lost, he's lost a game for a game that doesn't have any impact on the season, but his yeah. not being there for round one may have a massive impact with Look, Port. I don't yeah. personally think so. I'll talk more no. about that when we get to Port, though. I think it's fine. I'm really not stressed about that. So that's... So yeah. that's... Look, that it is what it is. I don't think there was much... It was like four or five days before we recorded that episode as well. So there really wasn't much point going to it anymore. The other thing we wanted to talk about was James Hurd. Now, there was a story that came out the day after we recorded the last episode. So we, that's why we didn't cover it in episode one um, around James Hurd, which was that uh, there's been reports that... Well, firstly, there's been reports that he's been approached by Fremantle to do a consultancy role. So I think the first thing is um, there was a lot of people going around saying, oh, look, you know, he's, he's entering their coaching group and blah, blah, blah. That, that's actually not the case. If you read the story, he is going to be... The, the, the job that he's going for is a consultancy role. So he wouldn't even have to leave Melbourne. So it's not a... It's, it's a consultancy... It's an opposition consultancy role. So he would research this role. Whoever gets it would research opposition clubs. It's not even it's not even based in Frio. The other thing too is that there's also been a story that you know there's multiple clubs that have approached him, and who knows whether that's true. Uh, Mark Brayshaw, who's um, he was well, he was quite high, high up in the AFL. Um, he what is he doing now? He's with um, Gold Coast or someone like that. I yeah. don't know. So basically, he he came out on Triple M and said, "Oh, you know, every club would want him," and you know, really kind of you know mayored it. But look, when it happens, if it happens. Yeah. We can't and we'll talk about it. exactly. So we're not like you know. I've seen all all the most of the AFL podcast this all week go through if, it in if, detail. If it's an if, but maybe if it hasn't 
got any substance behind. And I'm not saying that these AFL reporters don't have leads and, and stuff. No, but, exactly. Yeah, but well, until it's actually it's pen to paper, we're not going to talk about it. We'll, we'll skip skip over it like we are now. Yeah. Um, just so we can, that we're just, keeping we can it briefly relevant, go through it and keep it in the loop. But we yeah. want to keep, let's say, around eighty percent of it around that actual games yeah. and anything that actually impacts the game directly. And that's the thing. Heard coming into a club does Doesn't not impact. massively impact the game. I mean, I know there's jokes of like, oh, well, yeah, impacts it in terms of bringing drugs in, but I mean... Ross Lyon getting look, critical... That's, look, and I don't want to put it out there, but if no, he gets no, unwell but, like Clarko did and is away from the coaching position for a number of weeks, that we'll talk about because that impacts the Well, that clearly amazing. impacts the game because he's a major coach. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a head coach. So that, that's the thing, I think, with when it comes to... To that. So, look, if it happens, we're absolutely going to discuss it. Now, um, there's a few things we wanted to go through. So, just just very briefly, because this is a quicker one, we'll just add this to the speed round and then keep moving. So, um, I'm sure you guys saw this week a new AFLPA uh, president. So, Dangerfield is now the president of the the PA. So, Smitty's Smitty's quite Great happy with that call. one. Um, I mean, look, the reality is like it seems it it's it seems you know he's the federal doing. AFL. Yeah, I mean, someone doing well in Australian culture, we seem to really hang crap on them. Like, we don't seem to ever pat anybody on the back for doing okay. And I mean, he's like, I, I get it for people that are one-eyed supporters of certain clubs. They can say, oh, well, he's everywhere. I'm sick of him. And he's on talking footy. He's on this. He's on that. He's constant. He's he's on Triple M. He's on, you know, all this. Okay. But in terms of, like, name a player that's better for a position like that currently playing yeah, it's great rapport with the media. And, and great got rapport with players got, too. Uh, so. Yeah, exactly. And so many players around. And that's what you need. Around that the Pavlich competition. Style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Pavlich, but he's in a big Victorian club. Yeah. A successful Victorian club. We've seen him be vocal about player issues and AFL issues. Yeah. He's well-spoken. He is... Oh, and, and, and these people... Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And yeah. Doing around that, and that's totally fine. That's, that's, that's the, the great, great part about... Um, this country and this spot that we that we um, all adore and yeah. follow, but at the end of the day, I mean, the game's not going to change without these people. Look at um, Kevin Sheedy; um, he was everywhere for ages, and then um, Eddie; he's still everywhere. He does stuff that's not stopped. even in, in the footy, but that's progression. And that's just the the world we live in, and I think um, it's a it's a it's a great result. And I think player welfare and um, and everything else that goes. On behind it's the scenes, we don't choice. we don't know yeah. um, as uh, the pressures of AFL player. Yeah, the players yeah. go. He's going to be there, um, flying the flag for every single one of them. So I reckon it's a great call. Uh, and if you if if you got something to say about it again, just yeah, tweet it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, look for me, it's it's the obvious choice. I'm not really sure what else they're going to um, they're going to really do in terms of current players that have a link to the to to the media to the to the AFL HQ and then yeah, also or to right, the players to retirement. That's the thing, it's hard because Nick Rewalt's recently left, like a lot of those sort of players, like your Bob Murphys and stuff that, yeah, that were there, they're all gone. So it's it's tough. For, anyway, so yeah. it is what it is. We just wanted to kind of touch on it briefly. I, I think it's the right choice. If, if you guys have somebody yeah. better, yeah, definitely let us know. And I, think I, mean, I, I think there's, I, look, put it this way, I think there's a lot of future ones out there. Like I think a Callum Ward could be really good. I think there's oh, a, yeah. a number of players, but he's like 25. Like I think, you know, this, you know, you want it's, someone that's with a bit of maturity that can handle something like that and have and those with, links. With free so. agency and everything that's coming board now over the last few years, we're going to be talking about more about it. It's going to become more relevant um, within um, AFL Talks. Yeah. Um, 
and to start so young um, in its uh, development to have a player of that caliber at the presidency I think yeah um, is going to be great uh, moving forward definitely all right let's let's move on so that's that's the speed round yep um, we don't have anything else that we want to like burn through so they're, they're the kind of main things we wanted to do um, just to get through that speed round and now let's look at contract length so today there were reports um, that well, first of all, we go, first before we go there before yeah. we go there young player cocky little player can play the game mm. six years mm. signs a six year deal at the job. oh Toby Green yeah. Toby Green well I'm sorry I'm I was going to shoot to McGovern yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, start, we'll, we'll start there, there. yeah yeah uh, I, I was I was gobsmacked. I, I, not because I don't think he, he he's Good worth player, it, he's yeah. worth it or anything. I just think, but he, there's aren't so much unknown there. He might get sick of being at the same injuries. Other yeah. giants, uh, he, they might get sick of he's uh, if he doesn't have an attitude change or keeps getting rubbed out. I mean, just don't know. Um, so I, I was surprised it was that long. I think I I, I don't know whether there was another club in the mix that kind of forced their hand to go for this successive deal I, I have yeah. absolutely no and, idea I like, mean we obviously compare, don't know the inside but and not to to compare sports because very different the way things go but I mean Blake Griffin signs a five year deal with, with the, the Clippers, Clippers and yeah. then not even one year into it he's off to another club so yeah look obviously different playing fields and different scenarios yeah, but it, within it those a, it's a big risk I, but for both club and player, club and player, exactly. But just just so the listeners know, if you don't follow NBA, so here's a, a kind of a, a snapshot of, of what's going on. So the AFL is obviously a you know it's nowhere near as big a sport, but then also it's um, in terms of the money in it, it's, it's a bit different. And I get I get obviously there's a lot of differences, but the NBA's trade thing has been going on for a long time. Players have been able to move clubs very readily for some time in the NBA. Mm. And that whole thing has, it's matured over time, it's developed over time, and it's gone through different states of fluxes. And I think at the moment, AFL's in a bit of a state of flux with the whole, you know, longer contracts to try to keep players. And I think, you know, this McGovern thing is a classic example of Victorian clubs, because the reports are all that it's Vic clubs with this ludicrous deal. Um, what is it, six years for 1.2? Something like that. Yeah, yeah six years, 1.2. I'm 1. certain 2, that's what yeah. it is. So to try to extract him out of other states, you, you just don't... Like, the the, the thing... Uh, I heard Nick Rewalt and a number of other people talk last year and the year before when, you know, trade was really starting to kick off in the league. about And, and the reality is, too, people talk about the trade period as though it's, you know, it's a death of footy and it's, you know, it's, you hear some people saying, oh, well, it's killing it and all that sort of stuff. The statistics show that most players actually stay. You know, Martin stayed, Cloak stayed. Yeah, there's some players that have changed, but it's actually not... It's not like it's like every man and his dog is just leaving and, like, jumping all over Fife the country. Five stayed. Five stayed, exactly. Like Pavlich stayed multiple times. Pavlich stayed, stayed multiple Rewald times. stayed. Well, that was before that was as easier, but you're yeah. right. You, you're absolutely uh, right. They had a opportunity. Yeah, absolutely, um, they had opportunities. Brown nearly went to Collingwood. Like, there's a lot of these... Really? I as mean, in Jonathan from... Um, yeah, there's Brisbane. been some young. There's been some young guns that have moved, but ultimately, there's been two superstars, two out and out superstars that have moved. stayed, and well, some and, moved, and moved. Yeah, yeah, with Buddy and but, Gab- Ablett, they're the only two. Or Dangerfield as well. Oh, those yeah. three. But that, but the reality is though, I guess what I'm getting at though is that look, there's going to be. I think I just feel like we're in this while the the caps 
haven't quite caught up yet. And there's a new broadcast deal which will take the... So if you guys don't realise, so at the moment it's, it's 10 million spent, it'll go to 12. Um, and then it'll keep going and they'll keep negotiating from there. I think as it keeps going, it is going to get to the point where players, I think, will sign big deals, as in for big money, but they're not going to sign big year deals. Big deals It'll yeah. start to go... And, and a lot of... You hear a lot of um, players that are really in the loop with this sort of stuff and then also follow a lot of American sports. Um, and then that you know a lot of them are saying that... You know, Rewalt was saying last year that he thinks it's absolutely going to go that way, mm. that it's going to be big money still, but then smaller two-year, three-year type deals. I mean, look at... You know, as an example, you know, Golden State signed Kevin Durant, what was it, two seasons ago for, um, you know, massive money. I think he's on about, what is he, 35, 38 million or something. But they only signed him for for three Three years years. with a two-year opt-out. So Durant could technically move. He can't move at the end of... I forget the specifics. He can't, but he definainly can't move at the end of this, but he could move into the... I'm certain he could move into the next. Or he can move into this. He can opt-out. Okay, interesting. But anyway... Anyway, the point is though, like they've absolutely gone that way, and I reckon that's going to happen. So, but I think there's going to be a bit of time before it gets to to that stage where you know they're 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 doing you know these big money deals, but then with people aren't yeah yeah with with these ludicrous deals. I, I just don't see it happening because in professional sport stuff can happen. Like, what if Durant just doesn't fit into their play, their, their lineup? What if it just doesn't work? Yeah. You know, like, you know, Cavs got Isaiah Thomas just gone. It just didn't work. And, you know, like, there's there's been instances like this in the AFL as well. If you pick somebody up and it just doesn't work, the clubs also want to protect themselves as well and not be totally locked into it. Yeah. This tippet thing has to be a precursor for that starting to shift. That was an absolute nightmare for Sydney. They plucked him out of Adelaide what about for Vickers massive cash. Exactly, yeah, crazy, insane. What was he doing on, on over half? But it's true, yeah. though. What was he doing on over half a million dollars a year? It's ludicrous. He got literally paid almost a hundred thousand dollars a game that he played for Hawthorne. Well, Tippett was on eight hundred plus. Yeah. That is ridiculous. And the, they both retired after they'd been put on the playlist, which will lead into another topic we'll talk about. Yeah. Briefly this week or next week, which is mid-season trade, trade. Yeah. but more about that later if we get time. Anyway. If we get time, yeah. I mean, I think because well, we might have to bump that to next week, given we've got ten teams to go. But I think, look, in terms of in terms of these contract lengths, I think I, I reckon it's going to shift. I reckon in the next few years you're going to see it shift. But for me, you know, a McGovern, good player, but one two mm. over six, I think is, and then and then the Toby Green one as well. I thought it was interesting as well, just as a side note. The GWS were like, um, you know, green as in Toby Green. Toby Green for life. Yeah, but it's like to be thirty. He's only thirty. Like he, he could play for another three or four, five more years. Maybe six, even. six more years. And that, if he's so talented. Well, so thirties. The other thing too is thirty is going to be the new twenty-seven. Like with with the way sports science has gone. I mean, you know, there's all these athletes now. Like what Federer is doing now could not have been done ten years ago. Like with the, with the, it's not just him. Like a lot of it is that the technology's changed. There's, you know, been so much more research into recovery. You know, there's so many, you know, drugs yeah. have improved that are legal. There's play all man- sorts of things. Play management. Management's not changed. Not to play 22 games in a season. 18's the norm now for those guys in their 30s. Completely. So. Even what LeBron's doing. But yeah. but even, but even like, you know, even like, a, you know, it, it's going it's to shift. Like, you know, you'll see, like, I reckon, that's why I'm certain that like a Joe Danaher could kick a thousand goals. 
because he's already kicked a lot. And the reality is he doesn't actually need that many per year over the next 10 to 12 years. Yeah. And I think he's a 15... I think he play 15 more years. Absolutely. He's that lighter figure. But anyway, so we, we just wanted to go into a little bit. But I think, look, I, I, we both reckon especially it's, it's going to no, shift. Especially considering there's no games to talk about at the moment. We no. Thought it's good to get into issues. this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, we, that's the thing. Obviously, when, when there's games on, we're, you know, there'll be more like 30 you know, 40 max minute episodes, you yeah. know, we'll go over the previous round and go into the next and so on and so forth. All right, so shall we get into what we're about? <laughs> Should we do the teams? Get on the teams. But, let's um, do it. All right, so we're going to start with the let's Giants. Do, let's so do we Giants. The, uh, we, we missed them last time. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we were going to do them, yeah. and we didn't. And we didn't. We, uh, we, we realised we'd gotten to an hour in, and we were like, hang on. Yeah, what's so, going on here? It's, it's um, uh, obviously the, uh, the, 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 the team that has been on basically everyone's lips at the start of the last two seasons and um, obviously getting uh, being able to watch um, what the Gold Coast do and learn from it and learn from it very quickly and obviously have uh, put together on paper um, a team that is just the best of the best coming through the Thunder 18 yeah. and some of the some of the better um State oh, leagues and whatnot, and private I think, games, but they haven't hasn't hasn't materialised. Haven't yeah. got any silverware yet. And this not to say, but it's uh, so early. Think, though, but like, it is early. They're in infancy stage still. Um, I think, but that, they're, they're they're an intriguing, very intriguing club. And oh, both Trent and I have lived in Sydney previously, and and, and, and Western seen, Sydney and, as well. Western yeah. Sydney just uh, we did touch on it last week. Um, how it's growing it's building um, yeah. it really yeah. actually is people and, and if you get a chance to get it's out it's not an AFL spotless. propaganda it no. actually is yeah. absolutely if you get out to that spotless it's great one of the greatest it actually places is a to great watch yeah. those people who are old enough to remember the, the local grounds Vizzy the, the Whit- Park Vizzy Park yeah. Whitnoval um, Glen Ferry um, yeah. Windy Hill East but it, it feels like that it's, it's great to watch footy you're so close to yeah, them so close to it so um, they're doing everything right as far as I can say they just haven't been able to to get any silverware that's so close though I mean so look, close yeah. I mean look that, that, that it's hard to win silverware well that 2016 that dogs game was so close I mean let's say um, it was Dylan Shield that got injured let's say Shield doesn't get injured um, early on in the game and then Callum Ward got injured a little bit into that game as well mm. I mean, obviously there were injuries on the other side as well, but it was a, that. That's one of the best games of the last ten or fifteen years for me, and I, that they were so close in that game, and then you know this year they weren't far off it either. So I, I've got, actually got GWS. I think they're going to be top two for me. I, I've got GWS right up there. I actually, I've got, look. What we're going to do is we're going to go through the next ten teams, and then next week we'll present what we reckon is going to be the ladder. We'll do the norm. We'll do the brand low. We'll, yeah, we'll do all that sort of stuff next week. Yeah, predictions. And then, but, um, again, we'll, we'll it, probably reassess at some point in the halfway period or yeah, something yeah, like no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just general banter like you, you would with your mates uh, every other week. And that's what this season. podcast is, exactly. But I think, look, early on, uh, I've got them very, very high up. So, GWS, um, just to recap, as we did last week with the trade period. So, in to GWS, they picked up pick 11. They got pick 11, 28, 57, and then they got a couple of second and third round picks. So we're not going to go through all the all the you know specifics. You know, obviously, if it becomes something in years' time, we'll talk yeah. about it. It was more about what uh, what went. Yeah, out. tops, top, tops, and then so they lost Matthew Kennedy, who went to Carlton. They lost Devin Smith, who went to Essendon? to Essendon, didn't he? And then yeah. they lost Nathan Wilson. Um, look for me. Look, 
the one thing with nothing two, major. No, I don't think it's going to not at all. I don't think it's going to make a difference. And their defense, yeah. Um, they're they're looking seeing that um, they're thin in the ruck field in the ruck um, area yeah, again, position, yeah. especially with but, well, they got Lo- but Lopes down injured. Oh, he's injured, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. So oh, right, so yeah. look, I, I think they've got enough. Skill they've got enough, the park. Look, and they're smashing it in the knee as well. Yeah, like yeah, they last year were pretty solid. Yeah, another scary pro- uh, proposition for any any club coming up against, especially at their home ground. They 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 own it like. Oh, well, not the West Coast teams. Oh, the WA teams don't anymore. They've got a new stadium, but um, it, it's one of the hardest places to, to win a game of football. I think, team. yeah, I think the thing for me with GWS is you hear from a lot of people saying, oh, you know, you can't be too harsh on them. Like, you know, they've only, only been in the game for, you know, six, well, how long have they been? Five, six years or whatever. Mm. You know, oh, you give them some time. No. Like, well, no, this is up. this is the most unique scenario. Like, they have been handed so many concessions. They have been given so yeah. many top draft picks. This is a very unique scenario. So, yes, we should be harsh on them. Absolutely. Look at Adelaide. Sorry, they were in the competition for six years and they won a flag. Yeah, exactly. Good point. And Freya, still nothing. Yeah. I mean, and they didn't get... The, yes, Adelaide, massive footy... Um, Spot, state yeah. and, and compared to that. Western but Sydney, they did but yeah, not no. get the concessions they did not get 400,000 top flight youngsters and have an academy or anything like this Ooh. they built it from the ground up even the NFL has has come out and said that they overcooked it with Gold Coast and GWS in terms of the amount of concessions they yeah. gave them even they admitted yeah so and the other thing is um, to the owner of Cord, GWS did pat themselves on the back and yeah. said that they were going to be successful and they have been to a degree. So I'm not putting any pressure on them, I'm not bagging them, but they still haven't won any silverware and until they do, then they're going to have a massive... I think so, yeah. Pitches. I mean, Yeah, there's not... But I think, I, I, I think minimum... I, I'd be shocked if they're not in the prelim and I think they're a very serious... They're not Grand top. Final oh, I'd be very surprised if they're not top four as well. I'd be I, I, to be honest. I'm going to be surprised if they're not top two. I think I think they're going to be very, very, very good. They've got a they've got an alright fixture as well. Mm. But anyway, so that that's but yeah, we'll, we'll go through the ladder next week. But we reckon the GWS are going to be very, very high up there. Which I don't think anyone's going to come out and say that's not the yeah. case. Moving on to the Hawks. Um, so in they got Impy from uh, Port Adelaide. Um, and then they lost uh, uh, a young player um, that you might not have heard of, Luke Hodge. So, yeah, <laughs> Smitty's got a bit of a, he's got <laughs> no, a, no, a tear coming out of his yeah, eyes. Yeah, no, no, good on him. Um, <laughs> I don't think he was really re- ready to retire, although. Um, oh, who knows? I wish him all the luck up in Brisbane, and I think it's a great call on. The, the, the admin and coaching stuff up there. Yeah, look, it makes sense. Retire, it makes retirement. sense to get a mature player up there that, that knows the back line and can direct the players and, and absolutely knows what he's doing. Yeah, and massive massive hole out of Hawthorne, but Hawthorne obviously were probably well prepared from the start of the year, if, mm-hmm. not, the year, if not the year before, knowing that it was uh, going to be his final year. and Because um, I think the reality is... To, yeah. I mean, Hawthorne are closer to a flag than Brisbane, I think, and, and, and just it makes sense to... To you know, give blood some more players through that through that midfield. Clarko can figure out a lot without having Hodge there. As much as that sounds kind of crazy, given how much of a champion he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it is what it is. But I, you know, going into twenty eighteen, 
Um, I think Hawthorne are going to be a really good side again. Um, I think they're going to be... I've actually got them just out of the eight. Um, I've got them at ninth. But, I mean, the, the thing with Hawthorne is Clarko's still the best coach in the game. And if he's figured out something that other coaches haven't, and he rocks up with some, you know, amazing new game plan. and Yeah. If he, if he you know, the, the big thing with Hawthorne that a lot of people forget last year was they had so many injuries that, you know, that, that was completely overlooked last year. They had they missed Rioli through most of the season. They had no Frawley. No Gibson. No, no Gibson. Birchall, no Birchall. Lost Lewis. A lot of good players. Lewis and Mitchell had been and traded to other clubs. So mm. it was a big transition, even without the the injury even with just the loss of um, Mitchell and Lewis yeah they were always going to need to readjust but yeah then having it takes time having, yeah, having, a, sure. having a big pack a lot of your players back, out back, backs especially um, not being there and having to put young oh, players in yeah. but look who knows you were out without Frawley as well for a lot of the years yeah, so, yeah nine months he hasn't Oz played so, yeah. Kick. yeah. Um, but look it's, um, <laughs> it's I mean there's there's probably in my eyes without talking about later positions probably Four teams that are ahead of the pack, and there's probably three or four teams that I don't think can push finals, and then the rest throw it's, a blanket over them. And that's and exactly Hawthorne it. right in there somewhere. I think Hawthorne are in that in that midsection for sure. I, look, to be honest, I can't fit them in. Um, no, you can't fit. I can't fit them because I, I can't fit ten Tullo. teams in eight. So, yeah. and that's why the AFL wants a wild card. Absolutely, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next next week because so. <laughs> there's just not time. Yeah. That's a bubbling story. I don't think that's going to happen yeah. next week. So, but, but anyway, look, I think we, we both think they improve. They're, they're going to improve. They're going to be better. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're going to be. They're not going to you know finish top four and you know really dominate yeah. again. Look, put it this way, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Clarko pulls a rabbit. Out of the hat, and then they finish eighth, and they win a final. But then I reckon they lose the second game. Yeah. That, that's just I think where they're at. I I, I just think mm. they're going to need another two or three seasons to really yeah, get to it going. Put the, put, um, I mean, there's still clouds over a number of yeah sort of young, older young players, and that's exactly it. Yeah. Is Omiri's knee really good? Um, and that's there's a lot of ifs and buts yeah, and stuff. Lots like of that. ifs and buts because there's so much unknown, which which is for so many years, which is not exciting been the case for, for Hawthorne supporters. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. me being one. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> sadly. So, um, yeah. so moving into, moving into now, another club, probably in the same boat, but on the other Melbourne. side, having uh, a very the big D's. Up, and, um, up and coming club, and probably disappointed so many people last year. Oh, look, not I think finals. I think that was for me. I think um, I mean I, I I'm a Richmond supporter, so I really know disappointment. Yeah, so true. I think if you look up disappointment in the dictionary, it's there's just a, a, big, a picture, picture of Punt Road, <laughs> picture of Richo Punt Road. <laughs> Um, you know all the all the yeah. all the modern football, you know, Richmond related stuff. Couple of secular supporters. Um, well, we're starting to slightly reverse it. <laughs> we did win the flag, but yes. yeah, we still got a long way to go. Um, but in terms of Melbourne, yeah, that, I, I would have been pretty upset. And those, I mean, look, Melbourne have been through the ringer. You know, I I, I remember that. I, I reckon the lowest I've pretty much seen a team was that game down at Geelong in 2011 when they beat Melbourne by... What did they beat Melbourne by? Like 100 and... It's almost 200 points. Well, it was when Geelong went on to win the flag and it was... Um, it, I remember there was a point where Billy Brownless was calling it for Triple M and he was hoping that Stevie J was going to kick a couple more goals because otherwise they would beat the the all-time high score against um, Geelong and Fitzroy. So, yeah. yeah, look, I think that that was that was the saddest I think I've ever seen a club at, pretty much. Yeah, but so, lots but of play movement. Incredible how well they've come back from that. They've finally rebuilt. They've gotten past the whole tanking thing. I think culturally it's probably going to be good that they moved what's on. Um, 
you know, I, and I, I think it'll be good I don't for know you the bloke, as I, well. I, but at the same time, it seemed like it had never particularly worked out. Um, you know, there was that really weird story that came in the off season about how Melbourne um, complained to the AFLPA about a camp that they were going to go on, and apparently, so for the so if you guys missed the story in the 2016 to 17 off season. Melbourne Demons went to a training camp with a commando. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure where, but they they apparently like a whole lot of guys got injured and like were a bit cooked and a whole lot of things went it's wrong. Moral. And apparently Melbourne were meant to go back there this year from 17 to 18 preseason, and um, they instead of talking to the, the story is that in, they didn't talk to the coach um, or or the club, yeah. and then they went to the AFLPA and said, "Oh, we're not going to this crazy camp. We don't want to get you know." ACLs and dominated and all that sort of stuff, but that's a pretty weird story. I mean, who knows how much Mayo was put on well, yeah. that? And but know. all the old school listeners out there, soft is what you'd call it. Soft. It sounds pretty soft, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds pretty pathetic. I'll, I'll be brutally honest. I mean, I look put it this way: I, I am in myself pathetic, but in terms of, I'm not going out there getting you know smashed every week. Almost, yeah, yeah, we're also no. Yeah, we're, you know, podcasting is a rough sport. Yeah, but to sit here with a chardonnay. We had a nice glass of wine and we got beers ready to go. But I mean, look, yeah, look, I'm not going to go out there saying they're soft. But I no, but put it that it was a weird story. But anyway, we'll handled we'll move, even worse. Handled poorly. I think the club were a bit blindsided by it as well. I think it came out in the press a bit but, too quickly. Anyway, but anyway. Enough of that. Let's. So I inns, think I think yeah. Let's, inns, let's go, go through the ends. Let's, let's keep moving. So so in uh, they got Hartley Ballack. Um, can play, and then they also got Jake Lever, who um, wow, is BT's love child. Yeah. So I mean, he he is a very good player. And then they lost. They actually they lost pick ten, which look it'd be funny if pick ten in the twenty eighteen draft is like the new Ablett or something because the twenty eighteen draft is going to be unbelievable. So that that's the only thing that could come back to haunt them slightly because they yeah. they used the pick ten. So that I'm pretty certain that went to Adelaide for Lever. So they got they got they lost Jack Watts, which as we said, not bad. The only thing I reckon could be, uh, and it's funny how we're just looking at the 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 trade analysis thing. It's there was no mention of that, but yeah, look, I, I actually be, yeah. I mean, who knows? Obviously, with the draft, you never know what's going to happen. It could be a no, dud, no. but it could end up being a, an and, unbelievable and, and, play. Ten's quite a high for a twenty eighteen draft, which yeah. everybody's saying is going to be like a one. So, and really, I'm very interested to see how he fits into that uh, Melbourne defense because uh, it's easy to play extremely well when you've got a backline. Uh, yeah. Like Adelaide's super well drilled. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably one of the stingiest defenses um, and most versatile defenses of last yeah, year yeah, and yeah. for the last few years. Um, he probably had a, a bit of a license to to do mm. what he wanted. It's a bit like I don't know if I'm saying he can't play. He could he could, could have been like the the, the Gibbo um, yeah. for Hawthorne. Like, um, but you take that one player in a, a lesser defense. Does he get put on the best? Yeah, it's a good point. Forward all the time and then get. Shown up, who knows? Yeah, but, good player though. But very good player. Very he's good not, player. He hasn't got Talia, and he hasn't got a lot of these players that were yeah, at Tal- Adelaide yeah, last year that uh, had been there for a while and they had a, a system in place for a long time. The yeah. D's are probably still on that cusp of just really honing their. They um, should be system. so much better this year. I but mean, yeah, like, I'm excited. They've got no excuses. The, I mean, the, for the Trackers and the McDonalds and the, the guys oh. that they've got just and Viney's going to miss the. It sounds like he's going to miss the first round or so. Um, we were going to cover that in the news, but we'll just mention it now. So Vine looks like Viney's going to miss round one, but 
doesn't matter. You get him right. You get him ready. It's a marathon. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a not right. a sprint. And there's so many games to be played. It's such a long season. Lost um, to, yeah, missed they missed too many games. Some key personnel last year. For and he injuries. when he went out late in the year last year, okay. that they hurt him. That yeah. hurt him bad. That was like the yeah. Isaac Heaney Rampy type outs for Sydney. Like yeah, it was absolutely. that sort of out. And we'll get into that in a minute. But anyway, we've got Melbourne in the eight. We both have them in the eight. I've got them in the eight. Uh, they. Have you got them in you got a middle ground? The middle ground Hawthorne for me. I have them well. at eight. I haven't, haven't, haven't sat down eight. and really um, pushed right. pushed who I think can get in the eight. Or we'll figure those, those numbers exactly. Except for those yeah. four that I was talking about, which are a lock-in. Yeah. Um, last year's top four, I think, are going to be back in the top four. So last year's close. top four was Adelaide, Geelong, GWS, and Richmond. I'd be very surprised if those four aren't back again. Adelaide's probably... Different order, time. but I think I think they're going to be in there. I Adelaide's probably think, the, potentially the most vulnerable. Yeah, and I think there's another, they get taken out by another... Adelaide. Maybe. So, but yeah, I said, the other port Well, I've got Adelaide at sixth. So, actually, that's true. Well, then I've already done it then. So, I've got, yeah. I've got three out of the four. Oh, we're talking about that's that pretty good, though. We're talking about that next We'll get there next week. <laughs> well, you better move on to but we've got, um, uh, a team that probably most of you have never heard of. I, I struggle with Where are they? Are they in Tasmania, yeah? Tassie, a new Tassie team. No, we shouldn't I think. say that. No, we it's... actually have a few North people following us. So we better not bag. No, no, and I've got a couple of good mates that are North all North supporters. North. And I think it's 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 been a it's been a terrible run. Like I mean, it. We, we... I think a lot of people are just still skating that they just showed the door to three North. stalwarts for, and not insiders. So we don't know. There's no. probably a very good reason. But I thought Boomer had a great. I don't think season. it was a very good reason. Like, <laughs> I think the big problem because you're old. Look, it's I not think, a good enough reason. I think the thing is, so West, when they don't have the supporter base that the rest of the old Melbourne clubs have, well, because they haven't had a star for so long, Kerry. But that's years ago now. That's the problem. Is that there's been, but Boomer's not like a but a it, sexy sort of yeah, player. Do you know it, what I mean? Yeah, like it's isn't not. It, isn't it? And I would be super frustrated as a, a North supporter. Back to back prelim finals they made only oh. a couple of years ago. And they still can't get... Oh, Richmond, well, that's exactly what I was talking example, about. For example, Richmond, so, running premiers. Yes, yeah, yeah. premierships bring a little bit more. But already 85,000 members. It's crazy. Yeah. 80, I think like, it's like 83 or 85 or something. So, Very high. Yeah, it, it, it is... But Richmond's... But, a, yeah, I mean, look, the, look, the big thing for me with North is we'll get into West Coast in a minute, but West Coast and North, for me, over the last two or three years, are the two clubs that completely misread where they were at completely misread. Yeah. So those two teams both thought that they were further along than they actually were. West Coast got in Sam Mitchell and we'll go into that in a minute. They got Vardy and they really tried to, you know, they actually parted with, they yeah. parted with the second round pick that Geelong used to get Adelaide, ironically, for that, that, that mm. selection there. But in terms of North, like, they, they really thought that they were close. And yeah, they had some, they had a bunch of good players but they were, you know, they were like a, you know, a half-built house in, in reality. And, you know, wow. I mean, the, the fall from Grace has just been astonishing because they were so close, but yet they really needed another couple of pillars. And it, it, it just could, clearly hasn't worked out. And, and now they're in a complete rebuild. I mean, North Melbourne are going to be bottom four. They're just going to have to be. I mean, who, who are they going to... They're going to have some good wins early, but let's be frank. I mean, if they finished 10th, that would be incredible. That yeah. would be astonishing. A 10th finish would be amazing. When you, yeah, when you, when you look at how many teams are in the last two years. I mean... The, the, Nahas. 
big loss. Brownlow medalist. But I, I but no. To be fair though, with North, like jokes aside though, like I think they're they 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 they've got actually. Have a, I was really impressed with the number of their kids last year, and I think they're going to be decent. But I mean, they've got. They've, but it's going to be a long season. I but it's going to be a long sports. season. They've got you know they they. I mean, they're not going to beat Adelaide. At least I'd be shocked if they were to beat Geelong. They're not going to beat. GWS. They'll have a couple of upsets. That's football. If they can win but all their games in their home away from home, Tassie would be great. And then and win a couple of others here and there. And then six. that would get them to sort of eighth, yeah. tenth, seventh, whatever. Not eighth, sorry, no. not ninth, sort of tenth, eleventh. Yeah, they're, 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 again, they're, this is probably an unknown. They're probably an unknown because they've lost so much of their team from two years ago. It's very hard so, to know. Yeah, and 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 obviously uh, trying to find out if Majak Door. But, can play AFL, but in another capacity down back, which I'm fascinated to see. I think someone like that doing the uh, approach that Sydney did with well, O'Leary, yeah. if you're not brought up with AFL... Still not working with him. Defence, but defence is easy. You just yeah. punch that ball. That's all you need to do. Just punch it. Yeah, I think North are going to have... I think I think they're going to they're going to struggle. I mean, I think, look, in the end, it was probably... Good. I mean, Sam Gibson was a good player, but it was probably good that he got another chance at Adelaide because he's not yeah. going to see a flag there. Interestingly, though, so North have in their pocket to use in what's meant to be an incredible draft, pick four. Yeah. So pick four could be an unbelievable player. And who knows how big their cap is. And then they've got pick 23. Well, here's the interesting thing, speaking of, good thing you reminded me about the cap. So North Melbourne. So the other thing with North is, again, through the last year's off-season, they tried to sign a big player, couldn't get it. So they tried Josh Kelly. They tried uh, Martin. They tried a number of players and they haven't been able to get him. The problem is, so apparently, it's sort of like in the NBA as well. Next year, North have to fill out their cap. So there's going to be like a Nahas on like 5 million bucks. Wow. To, to try to allocate that money to somewhere. So I, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Surely, I actually think, you know... There's got to be a player out there. Surely that... there's got to be a player. I mean, I don't, I don't know whether they're in the money for a Sloan, but... You know, no, not, not, a, not a terrible top, idea. I mean, he's those, not that old. Not those AA graders, but maybe... But maybe. If they, look, they, if they, they, why not? If they can rebuild, why why not go there? If they, they can, can get some composure. quality young players, they get some top picks in the 2018 draft. Yeah. Sloan's, only, well, Sloan's not that old. No. He plays for another four or five more years. Or Lynch. Yeah, Lynch, well, Lynch, every club's going to be after Lynch. I mean, today, again, so Richmond went on... Uh, Richmond have said they can... I don't know how we could possibly fit Lynch into the salary cap, but... Maybe he just wants. Maybe oh, because it's rant. Could be last rant, last year for rants. Well, this rants. Again. That rants. Well, that rants. <laughs> we'll talk story. about that when we get to Richmond. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. But about look, it. North. Um, for those North supporters out there, personally, I think it's going to be a tough year. It's going to be a tough year, yeah. But I think you'll also have those surprise wins here and there because oh, sure, you've got because yeah. you've got enough experience there to know how to get over some teams, and obviously, I, Scott Scotty is a great coach. Um, mm. and yeah, he gets much maligned. Hey, people hate him. Yeah, you and, see the most horrible. I like comments. him because he's he's just raw in front of the camera, yeah. and it's it's refreshing. Mm. Um, and and um, sound financials are strong. Bait. Well, they, they off-ground worries aren't an issue that much anymore. Say what you want about Brayshaw, but he actually did do a pretty good yeah. job there off off, off the ground. So, yeah. 